This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Hello and welcome to the show recorded on 4-7-2022. For those of you at home with a calendar, that's right, this is the day before Sea Otter officially starts. While there is some news, there's not a ton, so we're going to run through this quickly. And just as a teaser on the beginning, this is going to post on Friday as normal. There will be a bonus show on Tuesday, so don't miss that one. It'll be super cool. Let's start off the top with recalls and kid bikes, kiddo bikes. So commensal recalls their Ramones kids bikes as they do not comply with braking standards for bikes of that size. Per the rules, any bike that size, based on seat height, and I didn't, I couldn't tell if this was minimum or maximum seat height, but regardless, like a seat height of, of that level, uh, they have to have a foot brake, and these bikes were handbrake only. The scary part of this is these bikes were sold from December of 2014 through current and are just now getting popped for not complying with the rules. This really shows the holes in the system at play here, so if you have one of those, find the info. Do the recall. And just remember, for those of you out there in listener land, a recall is much different than a warranty. A warranty would only be applicable to the original owner, but a recall is applicable to anyone that owns that item. So, moving into cool stuff for kids' bikes, MicroShift launches a kids-specific drivetrain. For everyone out there rolling their eyes, just buckle up as this actually makes sense. The cassette is 1138 tooth, which if you have a 20 inch wheel with a 38 tooth cog, it's fairly equivalent to a 27.5 wheel with a 52 tooth cog. The whole reasoning and like impetus for this is they need to shorten the derailleur cage so the lower pulley isn't so perilously close to the trail, waiting to do that trail maintenance that all kids would hate. The shifter has a lighter action, and honestly, I'm all about it. I've installed some standard medium cage stuff on 20-inch wheels before, and the lower pulley wheel was essentially in line with the the sidewall of the tire, which, I mean, just imagine if your derailleur was nearly scraping the ground. You would just, I don't cuss in this show, so you would just, you would just smash it to bits. Now for when you want to haul your kids on your bike, Kids Ride Shotgun has released the new Pro Handlebar setup. It seems really cool, and at a pinch, you could even use these like arrow bars for the adult if you wanted to rotate them from upright in the kid's bar position to facing forwards into the arrow position. I'm, I'm, I'm totally just kidding about that. This is a joke, and it's a good joke, and you should be laughing. Seriously, uh, it's pretty cool. You give your kiddos their own little grippos, and I think they're going to love riding. And when kids like bikes, they're going to ride bikes more, and when kids ride bikes more, the world's at least not a worse place. Moving forward, a segment we've never covered before, job postings. So Cycles of Life in Leadville is offering free housing as an incentive for the upcoming season as they try to fill a mechanic position at their shop. They report this has really upped the ante on the quality of candidate who has applied. Think you're right for this position? Throw your name, or um, I guess resume, in the proverbial hat and apply with them. The best perk? You won't be far from us down in Howard. But wait, you like the idea of being close to your JRA host, but maybe you want to be closer? Hangar 15, where Kenny's employed, is hiring. 
They have sales and logistics, or sorry, sales service and logistics for both those with experience and those who are eager to learn. If this sounds like you and you want to live in the greater Salt Lake Valley area, apply with Hangar 15. And for those of you out there, Hangar is like the airplane hangar, so H A N G A R, and then 1 5. So there you go. You could work with Kenny. It'd be awesome. Then we would finally know definitively, does he wear his full face at work? Uh, Mountain bike stuff. Wheels first, because we love talking about wheels. Reynolds have re-ramped their mountain bike wheels again, again, again? They've done this a bunch. And that's not to say that they've had to revamp their wheels a bunch for bad reason. More to say they've been making mountain bike wheels for quite a while. And this is iteration number something they this isn't their first go it's not their first rodeo as one would say they're wide they're lightish and they're available with either hydra hubs from our friends at industry nine or their house brand hub price ranges from 2300 for the fancy down to 1500 for the basic weights are as low as 1575 for 29er as a claimed weight so what's pretty cool is their proper wide. So if you listen to the upcoming JRA, where Kenny doesn't like the Industry 9 ultralight wheels at 25 internal, here you go, Kenny. These are 32 internal. So bada bing, bada boom. Bob's your uncle. They got the width. They got the girth. Speaking of girth, fat bikes. They're still mountain bikes. So talking about fat bikes, we have both ends of the spectrum here. Canyon has some new dude models rolling out, with one model as cheap as 2300 if you're just snow curious. Uh, not much else to that segment, other than Canyon has a new lower-spec bike, so if you want to get into a carbon fat bike for 2300 bucks, boom, dude, get you one. Moving to the other end of the pricing world, Moots is releasing a new fat bike called the Forager. This behemoth clears a 27.5 by 4.5 tire, and the only pricing info now is completes will start over $8,000. Yeah, let that sink in. We'll start over $8,000. One big miss is they only spec the bike with, and I've struggled to even write this for my outline, and I never was happy with it, so now I'm just going to say it in long form and sound dumb. Fat bike, adventure bike, go do hard stuff in the snow. It only has a grand total of four water bottle holes in the frame. Two for a standard water bottle in one location, two for a standard water bottle in the other location. I I couldn't figure out how to say that in a clever and crafty way, but essentially this has the same number of water bottle bosses as your standard Trek road bike. Yeah, so when Boots update something, they're still three years behind. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, Now moving into gravel. We've got rigid, we've got forked, we've got fully squishing. So if your eyes are glazing over and you think this is dumb and you don't want to hear about gravel, tune in Tuesday because I'm going to have a bonus episode. If you're here for it, buckle up and let's go. So, fully rigid, as intended, 3T Exploro Ultra is released as a big tire, super gnarly, drop bar bike that will still offer racy geo. There seems to be a trend where as a bike is adding like tire, It's training more towards a relaxed geometry, and I get it. You don't want your cutthroat geometry and your tarmac geometry to match, but seeing some capable bikes released that don't have a mile-ahead tube is honestly refreshing because 
that's my one chief complaint with my diverge and i understand the future shot contributes to it but overall it's just a fairly tall bike so yeah 3t exploro ultra if i could throw one shade at this bike uh pick some new names we can't exploro ultra maxo aero inceptiono evo this name exploro to death so that one's for free 3t just remember that for the future when you're releasing your next next bike Going into front boingy bits, the worst kept secret in gravel is officially launched. The Fox 32 taper cast. It's got a one and a half tapered head tube. That's not why it's called taper cast, though. It's got 12 by 100 axle, and it's taper cast. You know, like step cast, but tapered, not stepped. And it comes in 40 or 50 millimeters of travel, and this is designed for 700C only with a max tire size of 50 millimeters. It's only designed for 700 as a 650 tire, and the upper bushing and fork dust wipers and seals and whatnot share the exact same space, or like, let's say, real estate or space, whatever you want to call it. You won't be able to run 650 in this unless you run a tiny tire. And Why would you run a tiny tire with suspension? You're missing the point. Maybe suspension is all missing the point. Who knows? But... Talking about suspension and fully doubling down on it, all puns intended, doubling down, full suspension, gravel bike. You're laughing again, I know. All right, so the Cannondale Topstone Carbon is re-released with full boing-boing. The release video for the bike is confusing as hell. Uh, Folks are sprinting through old train tunnels, riding single track and sliding. Because the ride, not slide, doesn't apply to gravel bros and broettes on single track, uh, duh, you can only get in trouble for skidding on single track when you're riding a mountain bike. But if you're riding a gravel bike that's woefully undergunned for single track and you're skidding through the corner foot out NASCAR style, apparently it's cool. Oh, and right, they had tacos. Because you know you had fun riding if the people in the video ate tacos when they were done. In all seriousness about the bike, this is a salty episode, but in all seriousness, the rear suspension on the the top stone, it went, it's called Kingpin, and it went from being bearings to bushings and had some other revisions which shaved about 100 grams. Uh, the biggest thing for me that I'm very excited about but also terrified about because it makes things more confusing for the next few years is the top stone is now a non-asymmetric rear end, so it is a, a standard symmetrical 12 by 142 wheel fits in your top stone. Of course, the the front wheel is still going to be a lefty, but the rear wheel, you can run a regular, regular rear wheel. No more AI offset. And the bottom of the bike has threads for the crank pipe. So that's really cool. Um, My only complaint here is I just can't wait for a marketing team to figure out how to make a gnarly gravel bike seem cool without using single track. Because personally and we are mountain bike heavy, but I don't understand the draw of riding single, true mountain single track on gravel bikes. I, I just don't, there's a, you know, there's a a time for the tool. Uh, I learned a term this week called malaphor. It's when you mess up a, a metaphor. Uh, every tool has its time. I don't know if that's even a malaphor, but I'm going to call it one. I don't know that the gravel bike, it's just really, like, how do you show someone just, it's really hard in a two-minute video to encapsulate at hour four, you hadn't gone crazy from riding on washboards yet. Like, I get that. But 
I think showing people ripping single track on full suspension, 50 millimeter travel, 50 in the front, 30 in the rear, whatever. The I, I couldn't figure out what the lefty on the front uh, offers in a timely manner this morning when I was making my outline for the show. But, I mean, it's 30 millimeters of travel on a 40 millimeter tire or 45. How gnarly can you really get? I don't know. I'm just, I'm a little, I don't think bummed is the right way to put it. I'm just a little confused. We're, we're going back to those times where like the mountain bike on the specialized website, the stump jumper or the enduro, I can't remember which was like scrubbing over something in a trail and the fuse, the, the 29 or 27.5 plus, uh, hardtail was doing a backflip. And it just seems like the marketing, proposition for the bike and the real world application for the bike are fairly disjointed or not aligned and again to reiterate i understand that it's really hard to say like well four hours in the washboard won't make your taint sore like i i get it that's that's really hard to to capture in a two-minute video but i don't think showing people riding what most folks would really enjoy on a hundred or like a hardtail, right? Like just normal hardtail 29er. It's showing people riding a gravel bike there is just, I don't know. It just turns me off. Not, not that way, but like it doesn't encourage me to buy the product. So that's it. It's a fairly common length show. I was going to say it's short and then I checked the time we're doing okay on time. So uh, just remember there's going to be a bonus episode on Tuesday with everything that's going on over the weekend with that large body of water and the cute little mammal sea otter. So with all that said, you'll catch me again much sooner than usual. And until then ride safe and be kind. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news until next time. Take care and ride safe.